Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are at home. They're going to be taking on the South Garland Colonels here on the Couch Potato Sports Show for Thursday Night Lights. Not Friday Night Lights this week, but Thursday Night Lights. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock over at HBJ Stadium, and you can hear all the coverage here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And we are in the pregame show, and of course the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. If you have any kinds of need regarding fitness, you need some kind of training program, you want to join a club such as flag football, soccer, basketball, volleyball, whatever the case may be, you could come in contact with the bullet experience for all that stuff, whether it's training, youth training, adult training, flag football, all that good stuff. You can check out the bullet experience located at 8900 Princeton Road. It's right on the outside of Waterview, a beautiful brand new facility right there. A place where you, first of all, feel comfortable. Second of all, a very clean place. Then the most important part. A state-of-the-art facility that will help you accomplish what you are trying to accomplish to get to your goals. And that's what the Bullet Experience is about. And that's what Melvin, Jerry, and Terrence do every single day over at the Bullet Experience. So if you have an opportunity or need or looking for a change, if the regular exercise places are not doing it for you or, or something is just not right and you don't feel good about it, why don't you give the Jerry Bullet Training Center a, uh, a, a try? The Bullet Experience. Check them out. 8900 Princeton Road, just right outside of Waterview. And you can contact Melvin Bullet. But, you know, not too many people can say that they stopped Tom Brady, but that, that would be Melvin Bullet. He has done that. So come in contact with Melvin at 214-326-7853, a direct line to him. And we appreciate his sponsorship here of the pregame show. And now let's take a look at what's going on as far as your rally at Eagles. They are 4-0 out on the season. Remember that the game from Rockwall was uh, canceled as it was lightning and all that kind of stuff going on. And it was an out-of-district game. And unfortunately for the areas, you know, if this was a district game, that game would have been made up somewhere maybe Saturday or Sunday after the game, maybe even Monday. But unfortunately, since it is an out-of-district game, the game does not get replayed. So we don't necessarily know if your Raleigh Eagles would be 5-0. 
as we are at the halfway point. Folks, I cannot believe that we are at the halfway point of a 10-game schedule. 11 weeks, uh, they get the bye, and that bye happens next week, and I'll talk to you a little bit about that as well. But 11 weeks, and we're about to ha- we're at the halfway mark as far as games played for your Rowlett Eagles. It's completely amazed, you know. Well, maybe not games played, but games that were scheduled. That's how you put it, because the game in Rockwall did not happen. So, your Rowlett Eagles in game number six here tonight, as they are going to be taking on South Garland and the Colonels over at HBJ Stadium. So, really, before the game starts, and here on the pregame show, we're halfway through. So, what has happened through the first half of the season? Well, let's talk a little bit about that, as the first game was over at the New McKinney-Boyd ISD Stadium, a beautiful stadium, which we've talked about a lot, because... Let's just be frank. It's one of the nicest places I've been. I've been to the Eagles Stadium, and that's a nice place too, but I I think I give the nod to McKinney. But that having been said, the Raleigh Eagles got the first uh, victory of the season over there, 45-21. The second game that was actually played in that stadium, uh, there was a game on Thursday night, the game before the Raleigh Eagles played on Friday night. And then, of course, the second week, your Rowlett Eagles were canceled out because of lightning with the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. It's my favorite game. And that, you know, I feel kind of incomplete to this point because that game wasn't done. Because I would really love to know if the Rowlett Eagles could or would be undefeated going into this game tonight. That having been said, the Eagles then went next week and almost were lightninged out in that game as well. But that game took place, and the Eagles got a good victory against the Plano uh, Wildcats, 24-17. to Then, Naaman Forest, right there at HBJ Stadium, first game of district play. And the Eagles went out, and they made a statement. That was kind of like a statement game for people within this district that we are here 48 to 14 over the name of Forest Rangers are who are an improved football team and have been playing well. Then we get to the game that has happened over at Williams Stadium. Last week's game. And we're going to talk about that one because that one was a good one. Your Raleigh Eagles got a good victory, 33-30. to And I went back and I listened to the broadcast and the things that we were talking about in that broadcast. Uh, because this was a game right up into the third quarter. And we, we really... I hate talking about it because it's one of those obvious things, but it's one of those obvious things that I wish were not true. And that's just a simple fact of the matter is, is that the North Garland Raiders, their personnel was a lot less than your Rowlett Eagles. They had a lot less of a roster. And you had a lot of those players playing both sides of the ball. And I don't want to take away from how well that they played because, folks, they played very well in that game. When they went, they were doing both sides of the uh, ball. North Garland has nothing to be to be ashamed of or think that they didn't play well because they did. They played well, and even though, and they even had the lead going into halftime, thirteen to three. So. The Eagles doing what they did in the second half of that game, which was not allowing North Garland to score. And they took over the game after halftime. 
and we were talking about it in the broadcast, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerner, who you'll hear a little bit later, um, about how that game was taken over and the halftime adjustments that were made. And not only that, they get uh, their kicker involved in this game. Four field goals for Rena in that football game. So you're looking at 12 points that the North Garland Raiders held the Eagles to, which could have been a lot more. So that defense over there is for real. Stopping players, stopping plays, and stopping teams from getting first down, making them settle for field goals was definitely the idea of what was going on with North Garland. The only problem is is, is that they were unable to get it going on the offensive side of the board to match the defensive side of the board. And if they were able to do that, we wouldn't be talking about a 33-13 to lead and um, the Rowlett Eagles uh, blanking them in the second half of this football game. There were just some mistakes that were made out there by the quarterback, and he just didn't have the best game as he was 7-20 for 90 yards. And Farrington is a good quarterback, and I want everybody to know that straight out. I even realized this. This guy is going to be good, and he's going to help the North Garland Raiders. And I'm just going to call it right now. The North Garland Raiders are going to make the playoffs this year. Because I will tell you that I don't think, first of all, a couple of reasons why. Number one is, is that the Raleigh Eagles roster is more. There are a lot of teams within this district that don't have the roster that the Raleigh Eagles have. So that having been said, I think as of right now, from what I've seen, the North Carolina Raiders are the better team of those smaller squads that are out there on the football field. No question in my mind. But let's get back to it. Let's talk about the stats from that game. As North Garland Raiders, um, for the first down, had 10 first downs. The Rowlett Eagles had 13. And the total yards, which was really one of the things, is 144 total yards. And, uh, and most of those were in the first half for them. Because they just could not get the ball going. Your Rowlett Eagles total 276 total yards. Passing 202 for the Rowlett Eagles uh, out there as far as that is concerned. Uh, 90 yards for the Raiders. 7 of 20, about 12 yards per, per uh, pass. The Rowlett Eagles were at 16.8 as they were 12 of 29 for the, uh, for the 202 passing. Rushing, 74 yards for the Rowlett Eagles, 54 for North Garland. They got a lot of people that were involved in that game. So averaging three yards a rush for the Eagles, that number really does need to go up. But that's because that defense was so good in front of them. And the Raiders 1.6 yards per that. Now, penalties were right there evenly, except for the amount of yards that were concerned. Both teams had nine penalties in this game, but the Rowlett Eagles were penalized 93 yards compared to the 68 yards for the North Garland Raiders. And fumbles lost, two fumbles lost, and an interception thrown for North Garland. Zero for both of those stats for the Rowlett Eagles in the game uh, last Friday night. So again, Farrington, 7 to 20. 90 yards and an interception. Uh, Woods running the football, 14 rushes, 
51 yards. Eight rushes, 25 yards for Taylor. And uh, we called him Zoe. Two rushes for Zoe uh, for 18 yards. Two rushes for eight yards for Nick Matthews. And uh, Hen uh, Hen Carrington Henson was one carry for one yard as well. Farrington had five rushes, lost 21. But that having been said, um, he would have probably been right at zero because he lost 20 on one of those plays. So that's where they are as far as that is concerned. Uh, for receiving, there were only six com uh, six completed passes there. Seven. They're missing one. There were seven completed passes. Henson, 26 yards. Uh, Parker, 25 yards. And then two catches for Matthews for 22 yards. Three catches for 17 for Ellis. Now, for your Rowlett Eagles and Nets stats. Chase Tupaw. 12 of 29. He was 202 and two touchdowns. And the key number in reality, folks, is zero interceptions. We can talk all day long about how many touchdowns a quarterback can throw. But when you got zero underneath that interception uh, stat, that is huge. And we'll talk a little bit about that as far as the overall standings here or the overall stats. Chase Dupal, nine rushes, 29 yards. Uh, Chauncey Amos, he had 13 rushes for 20 yards. And then Evans had one for 15 yards. He ripped one off and Expo two for 10. So receiving, Jerry Evans, seven catches, 106 yards. Antonio Hall, three catches, 65 yards and a touchdown. And Chauncey Amos with a 20-yard catch for a touchdown as well. And Trevon King, one catch for 11 yards. So... When we talk about the Rowlett Eagles and the overall stats, Chase Dupal, I, I kind of mixed it in there because we're, we're doing the broadcast. I was looking at the wrong page. Chase Dupal, he has completed 53 of 101. He's averaging about 52% passing the football, 52, you know, 53%, 650 yards, six touchdowns, only two interceptions on the season. Taking a look at the rushing, Chauncey Amos, 57 rushes, 322 yards, 5 touchdowns. Rhett with 9 rushes, 77 yards, and 3 touchdowns. Chase Tupal, 32 rushes, 54 yards, and 2 touchdowns. 9 rushes, 45 yards for Hunt Expo with 11 rushes and 38 yards, and he's got a couple of touchdowns. And Jerry, uh, Josh, uh, Jerry Evans with 4 rushes, 25 yards. And on the receiving side, Jerry Evans, 24 catches, 322 yards for the season. That's 13 yards a carry or a catch, four touchdowns. Antonio Hall, 13 catches, 196 yards and one touchdown. Trayvon King, 13 catches, 104. And then Chauncey Amos with three catches, 36 yards. And then Brody Seismic with two catches for three yards. So those are your stats for your Rowlett Eagles going into tonight's game as your Rowlett Eagles take on the South Garland Colonels. Now, what do the Rowlett Eagles get with South Garland? Well, let's talk a little bit about that because looking at this game here tonight against South Garland, the uh, losing streak, unfortunately, is two for South Garland. They have not been able to put it together a lot as they are two and three uh, within uh, their overall numbers. They played all five games this season, and it started out with a game against Princeton. Uh, Princeton beat South Garland at home 45-6. to six. South South Garland also then came back 
uh, the next week against uh, W.T. White and got a victory 48-27, to and then a big-time victory over Malena at home of 69 to nothing, and then the uh, the South Garland went into district play. They took on the Garland Owls, and the Garland Owls got a victory 28 to 21. And then South Garland, I went to this game. It just started raining too much. I couldn't stay for very long, but I stayed until halftime. But South Garland. Um, South Garland got a uh, real good victory there, 48 to 14. They got the numbers passed. I know uh, they got uh, Lakeview Centennial with the winner in that one, and they weren't. So that having been said, when you look at this game as they take on the, the Rowlett Eagles here tonight, there are a lot of things in this, in, as far as this game is concerned, that have to be looked at. Points per game. Rowlett Eagles are averaging. 37.5 points a game, South Garland 31. But here's the thing. It's points allowed per game that are the big difference in this game. Your Rowlett Eagles are only giving up 16.2 points a game. That's just a little bit over a field of uh, two touchdowns and maybe a field goal. South Garland giving up 30. So the Rowlett Eagles are scoring 37, and they give up 30. So we, we can be looking at a numbers game here. Yards per game, 369 for the Colonels, only 299 for the Rowlett Eagles. Yards allowed per game, a little bit different. When you look at South Garland, they've given up over 300 yards a game. Well, your Rowlett Eagles... They only give up 218. So somewhere with those numbers, they're going to have to they're they're going to have to crunch. So when you're looking at this game and you look at the numbers and the way they work and how they work for the team overall, what's going to happen in this game? That's the question you'll ask. What's going to happen in this game? And folks, I'm going to just tell you right now, this is a rushing football team as the quarterback has only completed six passes all year long. As a team, they've only completed eight. So the Rowlett Eagles, yet again, are going to be probably selling on the run and letting Wesley and the others on the defensive side of the ball do their jobs. Because when you look at what's going to happen, DJ Williams sees uh, 6 of 14, 74 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Folks, they don't want to throw the football. So what you got to do is you got to look at Turner. Turner is the, the man that runs the ball. 106 rushes, 916 yards. Folks, they played five games. And he's at 916 yards, of course. And here's the big number, 16 touchdowns. The Rowlett Eagles know what's coming at them. And it makes a big difference in the game if you can stop that machine that is South Garland that rushes the ball 95% of the time. So if you stop the rush, you win the game, theoretically. D.J. Williams, uh, it's a two-headed monster, by the way, because D.J. Williams can throw the ball if they want or rush it. He prefers to rush it 48 times, 247 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wilson, 31 rushes for 246 yards and two touchdowns. And then Jackson, 22 rushes, 184 yards, 15 rushes, 96 yards for Livingston. He's got a touchdown, 
five rushes for 39 yards for Abercrombie, and then Sanchez. One rush, one yard. He got in for the touchdown. Receiving five catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown for Wilson and Livingston with three catches for 25 yards and one touchdown. That's it. That's it. A total of eight receptions. 116 yards total and two touchdowns. So the Eagles really either really have to hunker down because, and one thing that the Eagles have been doing very well this year, especially against a team that's going to run the ball. Now, we didn't get that opportunity to see what happens with Rockwall because Rockwall is a combination passing, throwing, but they like to run the ball. So we didn't get that game. But all the teams that the Rowlett Eagles face that are running the ball, the Rowlett Eagles have put a, a you know, kibosh on that whole idea. So that is fantastic when you look at where the Rowlett Eagles are. And you got to be happy with what you're seeing uh, with the Rowlett Eagles so far to where they are. They are 4-0. They're 2-0 in district. And that's also another number that you got to like. So what are the standings? Well... You're just going to have to find out on the other side here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as we're going to take our first break here. Uh, and don't forget, we're going to have the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna a little bit later on in the program. Uh, but we'll bring him in. We're going to talk about a lot of this because where we are in the season right now puts us in a lot better thing to, to shape up the season and give more of an opinion on what we've seen so far in the season. With four games under our belt, we can see a lot of things that are happening. And we can also see a lot of things that are happening when the teams that we are playing we get to see the stats. We get to see what the records are and things of that sort. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're going to hear from our sponsor. Of course, that is the Bullet Experience, the Jerry Bullet Training Center, just located outside of Waterview. Make sure you get on over there so they can help you out. Whatever the case may be and whatever you're trying to succeed in, whatever your goals are, if you get in contact with the Bullet Experience, they can help you with that and help you achieve your goals, which is number one when it comes to health and things of that sort. So come in contact with them. They are located, uh, you know, just right on the outside of Waterview. The address over there is 8900 Princeton Road. Come directly in contact with Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. 
At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Rowlett. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, we specialize in all types of Taekwondo, and you can also sign up for free instruction classes. That's Chang Lee's Taekwondo, modern training with traditional values. Check out our website for grand opening specials or one-month Taekwondo classes for $49. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo, located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 100 in Rowlett, or give them a call at 963-506-4483, or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Coslow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Coslow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at coslowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com.
and welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. And your Rowlett Eagles varsity football team are at home as they will be taking on the South Garland Colonels. Now, the South Garland Colonels, unfortunately, are not the best team that the Rowlett Eagles are going to face this year. Although, if you take a look at the standings and things of that sort, it could be a little bit different. But South Garland, they're 0-2 in the district. They are 2-3 and overall. So this is a football team that obviously tells everybody what they're going to do before they hit the field, which is we're going to run the ball down your throat. Stop us. And unfortunately for South Garland, three teams have figured that out. So what's going to happen? Where, where where are you as far as your the, the rankings are concerned and the standings? Well, let's do that. Let's jump into the standings of what is going on right here in District. As in the 6A Region 2, District 10, the standings look like this. Your Rowlett Eagles are 2-0 out on the season, and they are on top of this division. Why are they on top? Because just as I expected, the Saxe Mustangs, they're 2-0 out on the season. Big surprise, right? I mean, every year. Now, they didn't have a great out-of-district. They lost all games outside of district, but they came into district and started and went 2-0. The Rowlett Eagles have only given up 27 points on the season. The Saxe Mustangs have only given up 33. So... That's the reason why the Eagles are in first place and the Saxe Mustangs are in second. Now, North Garland, right behind them. We talked about this. The North Garland Raiders are 1-1. One one. They give up 47 points a game. It's the reason why they are in third place compared to Wiley, who are also 1-1. One one, but they have uh, allowed 50 points. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots, who are also 1-1, one one, have given up 55 points. That's the reason why they're in fifth place. Then the Garland Owls are 1-1. One one. They've given up 71 points. So that's the reason why they are in sixth place. Now, the name of Forest Rangers in South Garland, 0-2, respectfully. But name of Forest has only given up 71 points compared, compared to the 76 for South Garland. That is the standings right here in district. The all-important district games because this is where you find out where you're going to be as far as those other games are concerned. So this game is Thursday night, Thursday night lights. But let's take a step back. Let's go back. How did Saxe get to 2-0? Well, they beat the Name of Forest Rangers 23-6 last week. We already know the Rowlett Eagles beat North Garland. But on the other side of that, the Garland Owls got their clocks cleaned by the Wiley Pirates 50 to nothing just right down the street over in Wiley. So, and then the other game, uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots got the victory over South Garland 48-14. So that's what the Rowlett Eagles have. They have South Garland coming in. And we talked about the numbers. We talked about everything and putting those things together. So let's look forward to the upcoming games. Obviously, you have the Rowlett Eagles here tonight. Also, there's a game going to be going on at the same time as North Garland will be over at Neyman Forest. Uh, uh, Neyman Forest and that game is going to be over at Williams Stadium. 
then Wiley will be at Lakeview Centennial over at HBJ Stadium on Friday. And then the Saxe Mustangs will be uh, the visiting team, but on their home field with the Garland Owls on their home field. And that game's also Friday night. So those are the games that are coming up right here in this all-important district. And you go back into the standings where Saxe is a probably a good opportunity for him to get a victory. But Garland is a good football team. Now, they gave up 50 to Wiley. And I'm not necessarily sure why that number was so big. If Saxe rolls them, we kind of... There, there might be something that we got to be taking a look at. Because Wiley had a real tough time getting going as they have lost four in a row before they got to that victory. Three games out of district and then one right at, within district. So... As we take a look at all those numbers and we take a look at all the things that are happening for the Rowlett Eagles and where they are, we got to take a look at next week. Next week, what is next week? It's the bye-bye-bye. The Rowlett Eagles are on the bye. I will be enjoying time in Arizona. I'm leaving actually next Tuesday, and I'm not, uh, well, kind of Tuesday night, and I'm not getting back until Tuesday. So I'm going to be gone for a whole week, enjoying time with my dad over in Arizona during the bye. But what happens when we come back? Well, it's the road game. It's the Wiley Pirates, and that's going to, and it, it, to me, when I look at this game and where the Rowlett Eagles are as a football team, I've got to be happy where they are, but at the same time, there is a little bit of the fear of unknown because Wiley scored 50 points the other night. And even though they had a heck of a time outside of district, but remember, their outside of district was brutal. So... What the situation is for Rowlett when we come back Friday, October 19th. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff, and that happens right over in Wiley. It's right down the streets, no further than, than um, HBJ Stadium, no further than Williams. So I expect to see a big crowd out there. I want a big crowd out there for good support for the Rowlett Eagles as they take on uh, uh, the Wiley Pirates. Then, October 26th. The Rowlett Eagles are at home at HBJ Stadium to take on the Garland Owls. And then Friday, November 2nd, the Rowlett Eagles are at HBJ Stadium. They will be on the visitor side as the Lakeview Centennial Patriots are the home team in that game. And then the Rowlett Eagles are at home against the Saxe Mustangs last game of the season, November 9th at 7 p.m. So... What is in line for the Rowlett Eagles? What, what's going on? Well, let's just take a step back and see where you are. As the Rowlett Eagles are 5-0, and which you've got to be happy about. But taking a look at the state rankings, your Rowlett Eagles are ranked 65th, undefeated. And that number would have been better if we would have had the Rockwell Yellow Jacket game. Just would have been better. And would have loved to see that, what's going on. But the rankings, uh, depending on where you go. Now, that rankings that I gave you was Max Preps. Now, Max Preps is all about a computer. Max Preps is not about 
trying to actually use the eye test when it comes to figuring out who's ranked who. I'm not necessarily sure how many others are. But when you take a look at the top, the Rowlett Eagles are not up there because of the type of division that they play in. So that's one of the reasons why, I, you know, when I'm always wanting to know what's going on with the, with the Rowlett Eagles, where they are, it's more in the fact that you got to take a look at them as within the 6A rankings, they are ranked 16th. Now, you're talking about teams that are uh, ahead of them, okay, that are, I guess you can say, high school powerhouses. And, of course, that'd be number one uh, in, the, in the state, Allen. Allen is 5-0. and They're ranked number one in the state. They're ranked fifth nationally. So, you know, when we talk football, we talk Texas what is it about? Well, Allen, it's all about football. Duncanville, they are in second place as far as the, their rankings are concerned. And they are undefeated. And they also play in a mean old, uh, a mean old uh, uh, district as well. And then it goes like this. Euless Trinity at number three. South Lake Carroll, number four. Cedar Hill, number five. Mansfield, Lake Ridge, number six. Plano East, number seven. Now, we got the Plano Wildcats. And then Rockwall, who's two and two, is ranked eighth. That's why I really, 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 in case you didn't know, I really wish we would have got that game. Just to find out. Would the Raleigh Eagles be a little bit higher if they got the victory over the Rockwall Yellow Jackets? My answer is yes. But they also might have dropped a little bit if they would have took the loss to Rockwall. So, then DeSoto after that at the number 9 spot. Arlington number 10. Capel, as usual, they're ranked 11. Arlington Bowie at number 12. Hebron at number 13. Prosper at number 14. Keller Fossil Ridge. They're at 15. Those are the teams that are ahead of the Rowlett Eagles at that point. You know, as far as the state numbers are concerned. But it's good to see the Rowlett Eagles, as far as that, that's concerned, around in this area, really making an impact in where people are going to be thinking about what's going on. So that, that is always nice to see. So... Slow start, Rowlett defense. They set the tone in the second half against North Garland. North Garland and Rowlett were undefeated last week going into that game. So the Eagles came out on top on that all-important game as, you know, when it's a team. You know, it's one thing to be both 1-0 and or even to that fact 2-0. and But when both teams are 4-0 and going into, uh, one's 3-0 and one's 4-0 and going into the game, it's a little bit different. So, so far, like what we're seeing out of our Rowlett Eagles. Now, you got an idea what's going on here. So, what we're going to do now, okay? I set it up. Now, it's time to bring in the guy. And, and I, I say this all the time. I say, if you check my Facebook, I say it all the time. The best part of this broadcast is coming up. And I'm talking about the 
eagle-eyed Bill Cerna. He will join us after the break, after we hear from our main sponsor of the pregame show. Of course, again, that is the Bullet Experience, just on the outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road. Uh, give Melvin Bullet a call directly, 214-326-7853, and we thank the Bullet Experience for their sponsorship of the pregame show. So, you got the background. Now, let's have the eagle-eyed and Sonny Clark. Let's just talk. As Joan Rivers used to say, can we talk? We'll do that after the break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. The Jerry Bullet Training Center located just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas is the place to go for your kids to get the proper training they need for their athletic skills. Ran by the Bullet family, Jerry, Melvin, and Terrence, all professional athletes, you're sure to get the training that your kids will need for their success. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or stop by their locations from the hours of 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, just outside of Waterview. This is Sonny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Do you need a website but not sure where to start? Baggies will listen to your needs, find out what's important to you, and provide a game plan to help you and your business succeed. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your rally at Eagles, letting you know about Baggies Web Solution. Why should you choose Baggies Web Solution? We believe in giving our client the ultimate in flexibility. We only use the industry standard software, providing you with almost limitless options when configuring your website and email. Want to use WordPress? No problem. Want to use Google Apps for email? No problem. So call Baggies Web Solution at 214-431-4291 or find them on the web at baggies47.com. Baggies Web Solution. Simple. Local. Perfect. This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. Newly constructed, this lovely colonial couple features charming design and an asymmetrical roof. Household comes pre-furnished with one full cat and two sets of matching parents. Bright accents and pleasant decor. Perfect for the right agent with the right listing. Remax agents are more recommended because they recommend what's right for you. That's the sign of a Remax agent. 
Make sure you contact Lucy Massey for all your home buying or selling needs. For homes in Dallas, Mesquite, Rockwall, Garland, Richardson, Forney, or Rowett, give her a call at 469-556-6364. That's 469-556-6364. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking, are you dealing with unpleasant smells or odors in your home? Is there a foul odor that you just can't find? Your best bet is to contact my friend Michael Smith of Lone Star State Mitigation. Mike is an expert when dealing with pet odors, urine, smoke, or unpleasant smells that you just can't pinpoint. He's also an expert in dealing with issues after a pipe bursts in your home or an emergency that causes damage. You need to contact Mike at Lone Star State Mitigation. Give him a call at 469-360-2997. Lone Star State Mitigation, restoring the calm after the storm. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about perfection body sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting, located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 initial consolation fee includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact Tammy at 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. Your Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on South Garland and the Colonels. And that means it's time as we move toward the end of the show. We bring on the guy again, one of my favorites, not one, is my favorite segment of the show. It is to bring on my color commentator. Hi, Sonny. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm How are awesome. you? I've been feeling good. I had a good week this week, and we're still we're That's on track. Good. And I'm glad that I was able to get you back up on the show. The show felt naked without you last uh, last week. Well, and I'm not good being naked, so I, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're back to, to get back on uh, get me back on. But uh, I tell you what, we're looking for some uh, nice weather uh, for to, for the game. I, it would be the second week we don't have to worry about weather. And it's cooling off a little bit, which is also good, too. It's not so hot where we're sweating walking up the stands to get to to a spot. So that is nice. As, you know, we move into October, of course, gets a little bit cooler. But take a look at your Rowlett Eagles completely and utterly undefeated. Now, Granted, you know, we wouldn't know where the Eagles would be. Maybe they'd be 4-1 if they took on Rockwall. Maybe they'd be 5-0. and But we've seen how Rockwall has been playing. All you got to do is take a look. At, I kind of keep track of it because it's the game that 
is sticking in my side. But Rockwall, good football team, and they're out there playing their hearts out. Uh, but they're two and two um, on the season. The question would be is would they be, you know, would they be two and three or three and two if they took on the Rowlett Eagles? If you had an opportunity, you've seen it all. I know you're watching. Do you think the Rowlett Eagles might have been able to push past the Rockwall Yellow Jackets? You know what, and I and I mentioned this uh, last time uh, we talked about this. Uh, you know what, every season it seems like Rockwall is favoring that game, but Rowlett always comes out and ready to play. And uh, you yep. know what, if, if you look at all the numbers, you look at that high scoring offense of Rockwall, you would say Rockwall would uh, would uh, fight would control uh, Rowlett. But the way the defense has played this year, um, you just never know with this Rowlett team. They they're just um, you know they're just really um, uh, unpredictable. And I'm glad you went the way that you said that because the defense has been playing well. One of the things that they've done, Bill, as I've been watching, um, you know, the teams that we've been playing are running teams. They haven't been giving up that big, you know, that big 60-yard run that we called two years ago all the time, right? uh, knowing exactly what was coming our way. But that defense, when they know what's coming, such as what's going to happen against South, South Garland, we know it's going to be the run. They've only completed nine passes on the season so we know the run is coming so it's a sellout to the to the run but we also got to make sure we wrap up and don't give up that big play in the middle well and i think these other teams know that uh that the run is going to be tough against Rowlett, and 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 it goes back to the couple last couple games against plano and uh, north garland and uh, also name forest is um these are running teams that went away from the run and threw the ball a lot yep because um, you know, Rowlett is prepared for that for that run, and and they're they're real stout up the middle. But uh, give kudos to that secondary as as they really shut down uh, the the passing lanes and kept everything underneath. I mean, we saw a lot last week with North Garland. Yeah. How you know North Garland tried to go over the top many times, and they were only successful one or two times. Other than that, defense played really well. And the thing that I was worried about, no safety help on the back, and they were all doing one-on-one, and uh, it wasn't a problem. So um, the things I worried about were were irrelevant. But as we look at what's going on, I mean, unfortunately, we're in the situation we are in when we take this team on. The standings will speak for themselves. South Garland's 0-2. They've given up 76 points in two games. So they're giving up a lot of points. They're not scoring a lot. Um, So that having been said, we're looking at the top four as far as the playoffs are concerned. Rowlett's right there. And before we knew it, we went on last week. Saxie's 2-0 already, and boom, right up there, you know, fighting the battle with the Rowlett Eagles, both at 2-0. And, uh, and then shaping, I, I predicted it earlier in the show, you didn't hear it, I think the North Garland Raiders are going to make the playoffs this year, and then it's going to be a fight for that last spot. Wiley and Garland even came on last week as they, they are 1-1 one one odd on the season. So we got an interesting makeup coming up here as far as looking at where we are as far as the playoffs are concerned well and you look at the standings and you know what you have two teams that are two and oh you have two teams that are oh and two and then you have four teams that are one and one that's really your log jam right there but we're going to know more coming out of this week uh from from the games that go on this week on who's going to be up there because you're right uh, just like every season seems like Saxie and Rowlett are, are cream of the crop they're right up there um uh why are they starting to look better now they're coming into the district 
Uh, and then uh, North Garland. You know, North Garland really impressive. I mean, they handled Rowlett in the first half of last week's game. Definitely. Challenge with North, challenge with North Garland is when you have a, a team with a, a small personnel like they do and, and players playing both sides and you get later in the season, you know, those bodies wear down. You know, they're young, fit kids. But, I mean, their bodies can only take so much. So, really going to see how that comes down towards uh, the second half of the season. But, you know, you, you talk about it. Uh, top four teams make it. Those number three team and number four team can be any of those four teams right now that are one and one. North Garland, Wiley, mm-hmm. uh, Lake New Centennial, and Garland. You have all four of those teams. You're going to get two playoff spots out of those. So it's. I think this week's going to shape up a lot because a lot of them go head to head against each other. Yes. That, that's and also you take a look at it after this week the Raleigh Eagles if they get the victory they'll they'll move to three and zero within district then they're on the bye so they're going to be up there at the top regardless after this next week and before they take on the team that is you know kind of showing up I mean what what, what they put uh, fifty burger on the on the team they played I'm talking about Wiley um, just this past week so that's who the Eagles well, get on the way back after the bye. And that was 50 in the first half. They kind of just went right. into stall mode for the second half. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, if Relic comes out on top this week, they're only one play. They're only one game, one win from making the playoffs. So, you know, yep. they would have to they would have to lose their final four games in district not to make the playoffs. So, you know, um, you know, if they come out uh, against a game with uh, South Garland and win it as expected. Then they're only one game from the playoffs already, and we're barely at the halfway mark yeah. of the of the season. So, um, actually, we are at the halfway mark. Yeah, we are absolutely. So, interesting fact, you know, we're talking playoffs. I mean, granted, you know, we're already talking about playoffs, but it seems like every year we start shaping up towards uh, the sixth or the seventh game. Um, this year is going to be a little bit more unique because, first of all, um, in the playoffs you have a district, uh, a division one playoff and division two playoffs division one playoffs will play the district nine which is the allen district so um if if this if this uh season uh comes down to rowlett or saxy taking that top seed that the runner-up's gonna play allen first round and that's a, that's that a, is wow <laughs> Yeah, so oh, wow. you know that that Rowlett Saxy team uh, Saxy game could come down to who's going to play Allen or not. The loser would be playing Allen. Almost kind of the winner would more... lose. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Almost. I mean, I know how Allen is. Listen, they're number three in the country. Okay, you know, so you know, actually, mark that they're number five in the country, number three in the state of Texas, if I remember the stats right. But still, no, no, you, you, what it you is, got it right the first time. Definitely the cream of the crop. Yeah, you no, you had it right. You had it right the first time. They're number three in the nation, number one in the state. Uh, Got it. So, so, so uh, right now that district is shaping up to be um, uh, Allen and Plano East in that Division One tournament, and um, those two teams play each other. That might determine who's going to win that district. And uh, so, if Allen wins that district, Plano East is the runner-up. Whoever wins our district will be playing Plano East, which is no cakewalk. So I mean, you know, exactly. our our this our district's really deepening in, uh, in, into a tough district in the first round of the playoffs. 
Yeah, and I didn't know that, and that's what you were talking about before we came on air. You got some news for us, and you're, you're exactly right. And, but at the same time, this is the kind of thing as Rowlett has been going. We've been calling the games here now for the last, you know, uh, you know six years here. So we've been, well, five years, um, and going into our sixth this year. Um, and, and we always kind of wish that there was a little bit more competition within their district. That's why the out-of-district games are so important. And the, and the big one, the fact we didn't get Rockwall is definitely coming into play, especially being able to play that good quality out of district team uh, to get set and move in. And also, this is a time to make sure that we don't lose anybody vital as far as injuries are concerned. We talked about Abukin and his injury. I'm going to tell you right now, that is an injury I'm worried about as far as the team is concerned because I want to see Abukin in there because when, they, when he is in the lineup, the defensive line moves quicker. They're in the backfield a lot quicker. They're making they're making their uh, presence known in the backfield before any other team knows that what hit them. So I think Abukin is a big, big part of this defense and he's got to remain healthy. So I say set him for the next couple of weeks, make sure he's 100% healthy, and then let's get him at the end of the season and start ripping well, into this and getting ready for the playoffs. Well, and we saw him uh, uh, playing this last week against North Garland. We saw him coming out limping one time. Uh, right after halftime. So I, I think you're absolutely right. I think uh, <clears throat> they need to uh, ascend this week, uh, take advantage of the bye week, give them a couple extra weeks of, uh, of uh, healing, yeah. and then get ready to dig in towards the end of, uh, uh, the, end of the district play. So, uh, you know, avoiding any uh, major injuries will be uh, um, important. I know, uh, I think it was Romero uh, on the offensive line got hurt on – uh, last week's game. Not sure of his status. I did see him on crutches after the game. So uh, that is a big loss on the offensive line, too. Definitely, and, and we got to look out. But uh, there, there's new. There's a new article. I don't know if you've seen it. I, you probably have it, where they're talking about uh, Chase Supal and what he is doing so far for the season. If you look at Logan Bonner and Preston Weeks, a lot taller guys out there. Uh, you know, you look at it, five nine quarterback. You're not expecting you know a lot of things coming from them, but you know. You know what was weeks was six five, um, and uh, threw over two thousand uh, four thousand yards in two seasons. Chase Dupaul already is doing a heck of a job right now. Uh, six hundred fifty yards, six touchdowns this season so far. Um, it's for for him, so he's getting a little limelight parts on him because you know it, it's a hard act to follow whether it's Preston Weeks or Logan Bonner. Well, and you're right. You're going from a six-five Bonner to a, and a six-one uh, to six-two weeks, and then you're coming with a five-nine. I mean, Rowlett has a huge offensive line, so it's not even that easy looking over them. But what they do is they make it simple for him, uh, for DePaul. You know what? They don't. Uh, you don't see a lot of over the top. Uh, you know he he finds it when it's open, but uh, they do a lot of screens. They do a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hitches and a lot of. Uh, uh, um, cuts uh, in cuts and uh, make it uh, you know <clears throat> very feasible for him. But uh, he's done a great job with it, and he's been really patient in the in the backfield. You know, last year with Weeks, you saw him; he got a little he'll get a little happy feet. Uh, Tupal's been very comfortable back there, uh, even though his stature is just not as big as the other guys. 
and, and he learned a lot in that game against Coppell. I, you, know, you say whatever you want. Yeah, it was only one game, and he, he filled in in the last game. So really two games last year, but really for his uh, where he is as far as him being a senior, those two games really molded him to get him ready to take on whether it was the out-of-district games this year or obviously heading into district and now into probably the playoffs this season. Well, and, uh, you know, you're right. It's, it's only just one game, but it was, it was a big game. It's a high-caliber game yes. that he played against Capel. So, you know, he took that experience and, and he brought it into this year. But, you know, come next year, you know, if the, if uh, uh, Route takes over the helm of this uh, uh, of this offense, you know, now you're going to go back up to another six-foot-four uh, uh, quarterback. Yes. So not, not only is, is it a, a – an adjustment for the quarterbacks, but it's also an adjustment for the receivers because, you know, with Tapal, a ball coming out of his hands, sometimes it could be blocked by, uh, the view could be blocked by an offensive lineman where somebody like a, a route, you know, he comes up over the top and over that offensive line is a little bit easier to see. Definitely. And that, and, you know, height's always going to be a good thing. And I, I was just, as, as we were talking about this, I popped over to the game as the Rowlett Eagles took on uh, Coppell. So, Paul, he, he was 14 to 30, um, you know, so I marked that 5 of 14 uh, and only 30 yards as far as passing were concerned in that game against Coppell. Obviously, the, definitely the change is made, obviously, because they were a running team. They had uh, four guys that, uh, well, actually, two guys that can run, and you added to Paul in there as well. Um, so uh, Chase uh, Chauncey Amos and then Monte Lang uh, then add up on Chase to Paul. So the passing de- game has definitely, you know, I think definitely improved. Obviously, five and fourteen, uh, five and fourteen, only thirty yards, but no touchdowns, no interceptions. I think he's taken on the role very smoothly, and he's doing very good job for the Rowlett Eagles. And it's I, and I hate to say this, it's almost a shame he's not a junior because I think I would love to see him one more year get the experience before he headed into college. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and, and you know what, Capel just. They just smacked Rowlett around last year. They really did. Yeah, they, they hit did. Hard. Uh, um, they were a really bruising team. So, uh, you know, just on on top of um, uh, of DePaul, everybody on that offense really struggled last year. Uh, Lang struggled in the backfield, and he got smacked around a few times. And yeah, uh, if did. I remember correctly, he came out to, uh, yep, a couple little um, uh, hobbled a couple times. So. You know what that that Capel team was just that was just a good team. You know what we expect them to go far in the playoffs, and they did. Uh, so you know what once again though, you know what you put to Paul on that, you gave him that experience that definitely has helped him this year. Definitely. Taking a look at this game, obviously, the story is about stopping the run. I mean, you know, again, we talked about it, only nine passes completed for this football team. So 95% of the time we're going to have someone running the football. And there's like four or five guys that are running the football. So the Eagle Eye's got to keep track of that for me um, as we go into it. But, you know, knowing exactly what's coming your way. But I think what I find very interesting is is that we definitely going to have to watch Wiley and where they are going. For for next, you know, for uh, 
you know, the off week. I mean, because you know, the Eagles are on the bye next week. Wiley is, you know, they had a really good game just this past week as they, you know, they, again, you, you were talking about, they didn't even go in at halftime uh, or, or score anymore after halftime. Uh, they got a solid uh, a solid game against Saxe. Saxe won that game, which in turn put them where they're at right now. Um, but Wiley's got... Garland, or uh, uh, mark that, uh, Lakeview Centennial uh, this week. And then Wiley's also on the bye next week, too. So both teams are on the bye after this week. It should be real. Hold on. Did I look at the date right? Yes, both teams are on the bye, Wiley and Rowlett. So both of them will be 100% well-rested. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And they're going to come uh, off their bye week uh, ready to play. So it's going to be a really uh, interesting game to watch uh, and, uh, and see. So... Yeah, we'll have to see where uh, Wiley is uh, after this week, and, and then, uh, you know, it's going to really set up for a showdown in a couple weeks. Yeah, I think it's going it's to be a fun game. That's going to be one that it's going to be real good to uh, call uh, as we got set. Now, uh, we talked a lot of things, obviously, here in the segment. Is we, we we don't time the show. We, we kind of kick it in an hour, so we're definitely going over because of the good talk. Some of the things that you've seen this year – I think what I'll throw out there is I think the, the the play of Wesley out on the defensive side of the ball sometimes makes me nervous. But what he has done is he's mastered whatever he is doing out there because there are not a lot of flags that are thrown that way. And that's one thing I worry about Wesley. So I find him surprised, uh, you know, surprising this year. He played very well last year. Who do you find surprising this year uh, when you take a look at the Rowlett Eagles? Uh, you know what? I, I'm Evans on the, on the receiving side has really impressed me because you know what? He just makes the big plays when they're needed, and he yeah. he gets a lot of yards after the catches. Like I mentioned before, Tapal doesn't throw a lot far downfield. He doesn't throw it over the top a lot. He he lets his receivers make plays, and and yep. Evans has really impressed me on how much uh, uh, um, he can force force himself. Uh, down the field, you know, I don't think I can think of one time where he's been uh, tackled on the on a first uh, uh, a first defender tackling him. So uh, he's impressed me uh, probably the most of uh, anybody so far this season. And, and then also reception three hundred. Go ahead. Uh, and, and I was and also just the defense overall. I mean, secondary they play man um, uh, they played man almost the whole season, and uh, yep. nobody nobody's hardly gotten over the top of them all season long. Exactly. Evans, you know, 24 receptions, 322 yards, four uh, touchdowns. You know, Chauncey Amos, 322 yards on the ground. Maybe I'm a little surprised that number is low, but in four games, you know, you're looking in reality about 75 yards and uh, five touchdowns. So I guess maybe I'm just being a little bit greedy and wanted to see more of Amos. But that having been said, that's where we are for the Rowlett Eagles. Undefeated to this point, looking to go ahead and continue to be 5-0 and after. After this week against a uh, running football team, uh, so they're expecting South Garland to probably do the same, and they'll watch out for some of the other things uh, that um, that may be, bring on the big play. And the key to this game, especially against a team like this where they got three running backs. Um, is make sure that they are fresh defensively and they wrap up because that's what I see ending up happening. If this is a close game going into the second half of this game um, and then the tiredness of the defense and when those fresh 
running backs break out that big one. That's what I'm hoping doesn't happen, and that's what I'll be looking for as we're calling the game. Well, I, you know what? I see, I see what happened in the first half last week against North Garland. I don't expect that to happen again. I don't think uh, yep. uh, Coach Stevens is going to allow that to happen again. You know what? They came out flat, and uh, they were making mental mistakes. They're going to come out red. They're going to come out uh, yeah. um, uh, and 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 just put a pounding on, and 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 uh, you know to just take advantage of the opportunities. Um, you know, at one one last thing I wanted to mention on the playoffs that we had talked about uh, something unique that might uh, happen this year is depending on which four teams make the playoffs. Um, playoffs in going into district uh, division one tournament, division two tournament are based on on school population. The unique situation yep. with this district this year is you have five teams that are within a hundred students of each other. So, um, you know, we haven't seen this in a long time. There's a chance Rowlett could end up in the Division Two tournament uh, just based on on where they uh, where they uh, end up in the in the uh, within the top four teams. Yep. And and dropping down, we're, we're, don't want to say that we're afraid of them, but man, when you got Allen staring you down in the first round, you definitely want to be away from that. I think that's one to stay away from, even if they do get Plano East, you know, coming in there. Um, that's a good football team too, but you know, obviously, I'd rather oh. see that. <laughs> who would want? Who, you know, who would want to play? Yeah, who would want to play Allen in the first round of the playoffs? I mean, here's yeah. the deal. You, you you play Allen in the first round of the playoffs and you upset them, you better win a championship because you just played your championship. So, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely right. That's your championship game. Yeah, It's almost like if you think about it, and I don't know if they stopped doing this in the basketball tournament, but the number one team plays a, a, a team that had to play through a, a playoff to try to get into it, and then you got to meet the number one team. It's kind of the way I look at it. So it should be – should be an interesting situation when we get towards the end of the season, when we start talking more about playoffs and where they possibly can end up. And I'm going to leave all that expertise to the eagle-eyed Bill Cerner, who obviously knows and digs a little bit deeper than I do. So that's going to do it. Anything you wanted else that you wanted to cover before we're out of here tonight? No, no. I, I'm looking forward to the game and uh, another night, and then uh, uh, we got two weeks off. I'll be cruising uh, the Bahamas next week. Yep, and I'll be uh, down in Arizona seeing the old man like I always do during the break on the on the bye week. Uh, next week, uh, the bye week, and of course, Wiley's on the bye as well, so both teams will have, you know, a lot of days to get healthy. That one's going to be a good one when we come back. So, everybody hang on. Uh, get ready for tonight as the Raleigh Eagles, they take on South Garland and the Colonels over at the HBJ Stadium, 7 o'clock kickoff. Join me, Sonny Clark, the Hardest working man in sports radio, along with the eagle eyed Bill Turner with your coverage here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're out of here, everybody. Have a good one now. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.